Welcome back to Making Conversations Count. This is the podcast that brings you business leaders where they will share their pivotal moments, a conversation that's created a turning point in their life or career. Now, in today's episode, I am joined by the very wonderful John Attridge from BBX. Hi, Wendy. That payment will be uh, in by email soon. (laughs) So long as that's not a phishing button when I click on to redeem it, that's fine. So, John, tell everybody what BBX is, because, you know, it was something that was new to me perhaps about 18 months ago now. And really, I have to say that in part, it was a salvation through lockdown. BBX is a community of like minded business owners that want to do something to get a better result. And that's either to grow their business, get a better lifestyle from running the business or to exit it for more at the end of a given period of time in their exit strategy. The idea enables an owner to harvest, capture and monetize what would have been wasting spare capacity in their business. So for someone who owns a hotel, it's an unsold hotel room. If it was a restaurant, it's an unsold cover at a given eating time. If it's a magazine, it's a base that hasn't been sold when the magazine goes out to publication. Yeah, the UK is very service orientated. 80% of the businesses in the UK today offer a service. So they're selling their time for money. And in that sector, it's the ability to take on another customer, another client, another piece of work, another job over and above your current workload in a given period of time, all by not increasing any fixed cost in the business. So if it's a spare time that's unsold, it's the ability to sell that time without increasing fixed cost. It's a concept that takes a little bit of getting used to when you're just starting out in the community, but it really does work for me in terms of I've been able to help people where I've got time where I'd have been sat twiddling my thumbs. So I've felt that I've been contributing to other people's businesses and helping them. And of course, what that does is it gives me like a BBX fund that I can then go into the BBX community. And if I need to purchase something, then I can use my BBX fund to in exchange, really. So it's like a really good referral exchange. So the whole idea, you know, I speak around the world, as you know, and One of the things that a small business owner doesn't do enough of is marketing. So that's either sponsorship, promotion, PR, advertising, or all forms of getting their brand and their name out into the marketplace. When I survey them, I say, why aren't you doing more marketing? And they say, well, I don't have the funds. And so BBX can be a magnificent vehicle to capture and monetize that spare capacity, turn it into a marketing budget to drive regular customers right through their front door. And it does work. I mean, you're not restricted to the UK, are you, John? Because people may have noticed that you haven't got an English accent. No, I'm, I'm uh, from a bit south of London. I live in Bournemouth. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean where, where do I originally come from? <laughs> oh, okay, other than Australia, and uh, I've been in this space 31 years. Uh, we've branched out into the world directly branded on a BBX basis, and uh, we do have a reciprocal uh, network. If you put the whole network together, there's about 480,000 businesses in 32 countries. And uh, when we trade with one another, the transaction crosses over borders. So a pound earned here turns into a dollar purchasing if you're going to stay in a hotel in Australia or wherever it happens to be. When did all of that start, John? How long has it been going? So BBX started in 93. I've started in the space in 1989. 
from the Gold Coast in Queensland, which is where I'm from originally. We've talked before in a previous conversation and you've exited, haven't you, to what enjoy retirement and um, come back? I've left, left the business uh, a couple of times and they've still dragged me back. I did a trade sale in uh, 2001 to uh, my biggest competitor at the time. As part of that agreement, I went and uh, worked with them for a short period of time and then got used to them and uh, stayed there for 13 years. And then we exited that business on the stock exchange back in 2011. And then the opportunity came along to pick up the work that I'd started with BBX all those years ago. And I started the BBX community here in the UK in 2014. Gosh. So if you were a stick of rock, I do believe that if we were to open you up, you would have BBX running all the way through you. Quite a few layers. (laughs) In that 27 years of BBX to achieve the kind of success that you've seen and to have, what was the figure you just quoted? Was it 480,000 businesses worldwide? That's an awful lot of conversations that you've had to have to onboard that concept of being able to grow your business and do better in a community. So how important has that been for you, John? The gathering of communities still stays to this day and I still get involved with bringing on new customers I brought my most recent one on yesterday in the middle of doing this show. So I just can't help myself. You know, if I run across someone that I think I can help, I explain what we do and and why I think I can add value to whatever it is that they're currently doing. And nine times out of 10, they agree with me. But it's a passion. It's something that uh, is ingrained. We train that with our staff. As you can imagine, you know, we've got a lot of staff in a lot of places. Now, all those people generally have the same commitment and passion because this is an industry that's unfamiliar to a lot of people. And so when people come across it the first time, they say one of two things. How come I've never heard of it before? And secondly, it's so clever. It's just, you know, is there a catch there somewhere? And, you know, people sit there for six months trying to work out what it is, and then they come back and say, well, I haven't been able to find it, so, you know, I might as well give it a go. There's nothing to lose by giving it a shot, is there, John? That's the thing. It doesn't solve all business ailments. The uh, quid pro quo is that if you're going to get some new business from someone outside your normal supplier list to then spend the new currency, you have to spend it back into the community. So you're going to do business with new people coming in and coming out. Some people want the silver bullet that they just want to get new business and spend it where they have before. And I've never met in 30, 40 years of doing business, I've never found that silver bullet. Like everything else, you need to put a work bit of work into it. No, I agree, John, I agree. And the BBX platform does give every opportunity for you to be able to find, and you've got relationship managers that are there looking to help you with whatever it is that you need to find, because you've got your feet in the trenches, so to speak, so you know exactly who to sort of business matchmake, don't you? My favourite one at the moment is why 50% of people in business survive despite their best efforts not to, and the other half fail. And... One of the big uh, contributing factors to business failure is a lack of marketing. So they're not doing enough sales at the front end because they're great plumbers or they're great uh, dentists or whatever it happens to be. But they're not so great at marketing. They're not so great at sales. They're not so great at accounting and finance, legal and all the other aspects, but marketing in particular. And so... You know, that's the focus that not only do we work with businesses to bring more business and offset cost, but it's the community. As you know, with this show, in three weeks, we've been able to draw on some of my contacts from around the world, and we've brought on board over 40 world leaders, thought leaders in their profession. And the only reason that I was able to do that is that I've met all these people. 
And so when you meet interesting and, and successful people in a community, in a network, then the bigger the network, the bigger the network, as they say. Now, this episode will go out after the virtual event, but it is worth mentioning that this is the first virtual event of its kind, isn't it, John? It's really going to be quite groundbreaking. I could see the success. As a value add for you, Wendy, if anybody wants access, the show's on the 17th of December, goes for a month afterwards. But if anybody watching the show wants to uh, catch up like Netflix, if they just get in contact with you and I'll give them a little sneaky uh, access as a value add for the show listeners. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. Yes. Well, I'll make sure that I put the details in the show notes for them to be able to get in touch with you, John. Thank you. It takes us to that time on the show that I love most because I never know where this is going to lead and ask every guest to think about a pivotal conversation that they've had. So, John, are you ready to share yours? Yes, it was the 19th of September, 1989. A lot of millennials won't have been born then, obviously. And a guy walked into my showroom. I had a showroom of uh, Mazda, brand new Mazda rental cars. And it was in the middle of a pilot's dispute where every pilot in Australia had gone on strike. And they ended up being on strike for five months. So being an inbound tourist reliant operator on the Gold Coast, a little bit like COVID, was it Mike Tyson that said, Everybody's got a plan until you get a smack in the face. And (laughs) we couldn't see COVID coming. We couldn't see this pilot strike coming. And a guy called Chris Cooper, and I can remember his face, and I haven't seen this guy for 30 years, walked into my showroom and saw a car rental on the driveway with a sign saying, rent me. And he walked in and he said, are you the owner? And I said, yeah, I'm John. He said, I'm Chris. He said, I've got an interesting question for you. If I could give you a new customer and a banana, would that be better than that car sat on the driveway with a rent me sign on? Now I need to know about the banana, John. I did too. I nearly threw him out and I thought, this guy's a lunatic. (laughs) I didn't and I just said, run that by me again. And he said, if I brought you in a new customer and gave you a banana, would that be better than that car sat on the driveway and come tomorrow morning? And I went, well, a new customer, that'd be good. A banana I can eat. The car sat on the driveway is worth nothing. Come on, you know, you've intrigued me now. And then he told me the story about how to turn spare capacity into held value. In those days, we used checkbooks and we didn't even have the internet. We didn't have mobile phones. So we started our own bank, if you like, of business people that wrote checks to one another. And uh, you went to the book and did a double entry. So if someone rented my car for $100, I got plus 100 in my account. They got negative 100 in their account. We issued interest-free lines of credit to enable the first transaction to take place. We started off with a little community of 50 people. One thing later, I've been 31 years being an overnight success. Oh, yeah, I love the overnight success that takes 31 years. (laughs) Well, that was in a moment that uh, I remember as if it was yesterday and uh, as it's just gone 31 years, I can envisage the guy's face, the mental impact once I understood the penny dropped immediately that a car sat on the driveway, if it was still there tomorrow, would be worth nothing to me. And the fact that I got a new customer and instead of a banana, I got this held credit that I can then go and buy marketing or accounting or stuff to offset costs in running my business when I didn't have any Aussie dollars in my account, to me was just such a no-brainer. Where's this been all my life? A brilliant concept that you've really harnessed and made it accessible to everybody. It is about getting that message out there, isn't it? Yeah, 
So it started with an idea, been a lot of pain, a lot of conversations. But, you know, imagine back then we had no tools. The internet allows everything to take place now on an app. So people transmit the currency, you know, just by the flick of a button on their app. We don't need any paper, no checkbooks, no records, because it's all dumped into a bank-like system. You get a statement every month. People can contact with one another on WhatsApp. I was speaking on Zoom across the world. So back in those days, you know, none of those uh, tools were available. So what started off with an idea hasn't changed one iota, but the way of delivering it has significantly changed. So, you know, timing was correct. We really struggled in the early days to communicate this. But as the internet grew legs and as uh, communication got better, the delivery mechanism has become more accessible. I'm so glad that Chris dropped into your showroom that day with a banana. That's it. Or a metaphorical banana. A metaphorical at least. one, yeah. <laughs> what a great conversation to have that's led to the success that you are obviously still enjoying now because they're not going to get rid of you anytime soon, are they, John? There'll only be one exit. <laughs> well, John, I've thoroughly enjoyed our chat today. I knew I would. We've given a bit of an overview to BBX. And if somebody wants to carry on that conversation with you or just pick your brains about anything at all, how is the best way for them to get in touch? Uh, just John Attry, J-T-T-R-I-D-G-E on LinkedIn. If they want to go to the website, it's just bbxuk.com. There we go. Nice and simple. We'll make sure it's in the show notes. Thank you again, John. I really appreciate it. Please do send us any of your comments. We love to read the feedback that we get. Do share this with your family and friends. You never know who might be needing John today and for their future growth in business. The subscription page is open for you so that you never miss an episode or guest. We've got some great guests coming up. The place to go is all the W's dot making conversations count dot studio forward slash podcast. It's been fantastic to have you as a guest, John. Thank you so much to the listeners until next time. <laughs>